Armchair Champions, it's back. NFL is about to kick off very shortly. So as you know, from an Australian's point of view, we love to run it back. Now, I'll tell you what, after last year's bloody excellent Super Bowl, good win by the Chiefs, it's going to be interesting to see who turns up again this year. So let's run it back straight away and introduce the panellists for today. Sheriff, how good is it to have the NFL back, mate? Ah, uh, very good. Can't wait. It's, uh, you know, for, for us Aussies, it'll be back to those 2 a.m. wake-up wake calls ups, yep. and, uh, and getting the, the cup of soups happening and yeah. maybe a coffee or two. Turning to work with black eyes, but it's not from being beaten up. Oh, yeah. Watching the, TV. The odd Monday sickie here or there. No, <laughs> no one's listening that matters. So, nah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, great great to have it back. Can't wait. Super Bowl 58. Wow. Jeez, I tell you what, it's got a bit of a ring to that one, but um, as always, we're going to discuss all the uh, divisions coming up. We're going to get right into the pretenders and who's probably going to have a bloody good year. We're going to talk about some of the trades. We're also going to talk about the rookies because I tell you what, the rookies have been outstanding in the trial games. I've been really impressed. Yeah, big draft and big preseason, so super, super interesting. Lots happening. Um, you know, heaps of news coming and going. Uh, roster cuts were done yesterday, yeah. just for context. So Beautiful. When, when this podcast comes out, we know the 53-man rosters. Yep. Some surprises there, so I guess we'll, we'll get to talking about that too. All right, Sheriff, well, let's run it back. Tell everyone where's the hookups. Where can they find us? Obviously, they're listening to us, but where are we part of? Well, Armchair Champions, you, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening to this, you know we're part of the Armchair Champions brand, but this podcast is called Run It Back, and it's our NFL-exclusive podcast. We'll run it every week through the season if we can. Uh, hopefully, uh, you find it interesting. Hopefully, we give you some good information. Obviously, you know, you can find it everywhere that Armchair Champions are found. So armchairchampions.com.au, through Spotify, through Apple Podcasts and everywhere good and bad podcasts are found. If not, just ask your mum, she knows. We're also all Mm. over socials, so Facebook, Twitter, or now X it's called, (laughs) the the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, Twitter. which is what they, they call it now. It sounds like it's Prince or something. Yeah. Formerly known as. And, uh, and Instagram, of course, and uh, you know where to find us. So tell your friends and tell your mum. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's run it back. So, mate, um, where do we kick this baby off? Where would you like to start? Should probably just talk about the draft, I, yeah. I guess. Yeah, rip um, that mandate off. Yeah, like super interesting draft. Tons of um, QBs and all the QBs were taken early. Well, not all of them, but it was a QB-heavy draft. Um, we've had a couple of drafts where it hasn't been like that, uh, but CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, uh, Anthony Richardson—it was—it was a chock-a-block QB draft early on, and so it'll be really interesting to see uh, who, if any of those guys, can progress. They're all very different types of players. Mm. Um, so you've got Young's gone to uh, the Panthers. Um, Stroud's gone to the Texans. Anthony Richardson's gone to the Colts. Mm. Uh, a bit further dra- down in the draft, Will Levis to the Texans, uh, not the Texans, the Titans. Uh, so he'll probably start the year as the backup um, over in Tennessee. Mm, the but that's, that's three out of the AFC South four teams, yeah. which we'll talk about when we get to the AFC South, but they've all got rookie quarterbacks. All yeah, point, so. exciting. Yeah. When do you reckon that was the last time we sort of saw that? Like we had a couple last year and the year before, but, you know, there's there's a fair chunk of them. Not all in the same division like this because it's unusual that you'd have a division – you know, all all down around there, but there were lots of trades and moves and to make it trade backs and things in the draft. It was just a, a really fun draft to watch. 
Uh, and then you've got the likes of Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, Jameer Gibbs, obviously Bijan Robinson. Um, so some super stud rookies that, you know, we all expect to explode straight out of the gates. Uh, and then you've got some tight ends. Traditionally, tight ends take, you know, a couple of years to get going. Uh, but you've got guys like Sam Laporta, um, uh, Dalton Kincaid went to the Bills. Uh, so they're, they're guys that are positioned with good quarterbacks and good O-lines um, to, to probably make an impact sooner rather than later. Uh, well, so, saying that, I mean, your team, the Colts, picked up one of these uh, quarterbacks. What's your take on that? Well, are you excited by that? I mean, oh, obviously your old quarterback was pretty much dead and buried. Yeah, look, and it's no, no uh, unknown story. The Colts have struggled, I think, for the last six years. We've started six quarterbacks uh, in week one. Bloody hell. Six different quarterbacks week one. We've tried uh, searching for veterans, and that hasn't worked hasn't out worked, well. Yeah. No, so um, Philip Rivers, uh, Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan all spent a year there and then moved on, either retired or are out of the game. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz still looking for a job. but Is he really? Effectively, yeah. Well, And, you know, some people might say Indy, Indy's a QB killer place. Um, yeah, because it's kiss start, of death. Well, it's starting to turn into that. I mean, we killed Andrew Luck um, <laughs> yeah, without no any luck. <laughs> well, we didn't give him any protection, so he nah. just got belted every week. Yeah. Uh, and the poor bloke retired for his own health and safety. Yep. Uh, and then we've just had a string of, of quarterbacks ever since. So, you know, it's always exciting when you take somebody young in the draft. This guy's really raw, uh, okay. but he's a super talent. So the Colts, the Colts draft, their whole draft, all the way through every round, they just went for super athletes mm. in each position. So um, they were looking really heavily at the, the combine results and in particular athleticism. Uh, and so Richardson, he's he's been compared to. Um, I've heard comparisons to Josh Allen because he was a pretty raw passer when he came out, but big okay. and athletic and strong. Yeah. Um, so you know, if that's any comparison to go by, and he, his career trajectory goes any anything like Josh Allen's, I'd say Colts fans would be pretty happy. Um, Cam Newton's the other one that's been thrown around, but he was a completely different type of athlete. Yeah. And, Probably a more established passer, yeah. Um, where and Richardson's probably far more athletic in terms of the metrics. So I don't know. It'd be just really interesting. He's a bit of a project QB. Maybe they went too early, but um, as a Colts fan, we want wanted them to do this in the draft. We wanted them to take a shot on a, a young QB and and see if they can make something of him. Now, something else with uh, your team too, there's a lot of talk around Jonathan Taylor. Um, he wanted to go and test the open market. Talks fell through, didn't work. He's now be starting as a PUP. Well, not not uh, just JT. Where to go wrong? So this whole off-season, there's been quite a focus around running backs and running back salaries, and it's been really interesting. Um, supposedly, 8 or 10 or 15 of the top running backs in the league got together and had a, a Zoom conference together. Yeah, right. Talking about how to how to handle the the pay that they think they're entitled to. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, um, we've and, heard this before in another sport, haven't we? Well, <laughs> and, and who knows what was said exactly in that Zoom conference? But of all the the running backs who are sitting in free agency without a team yet, um, we're down to. I can't recall if Kareem Hunt's found a home yet. I don't think he has, and Leonard Fournette. But everybody else of note. Um, that didn't have a team has sort of settled into a role. So you've got Dalvin Cook's gone to the Jets. Uh, you've got Zeke has gone over to the Pats. 
Um, Zeke Elliott. Yeah, Zeke's backing up. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, go get your Zeke uh, jersey. Yeah, Zeke the geek. Love it. So, um, yeah, the running back market has just been this big source of discussion. And it, the funny thing is it's all done under a collective bargaining ag- agreement that the Players Association negotiated probably five or six years ago and they run for – I can't remember if it's seven or ten years, something of that nature, but it's not up for review again until late the late twenty twenties. Yeah, right. And so these blokes looking to change the landscape for for running backs are just not having much luck because the owners have stood staunch. Mm. Um, and so to your original question, Jonathan Taylor, um, supposedly, I mean, we we only get second, third, fourth-hand reports and who knows what's actually said behind closed doors. But he requested a trade, was originally denied a trade. Um, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, has a, a bus that, like, he goes around to practices and things and, you know, rides his bus wherever yeah. he's going. Uh, so he had a meeting with JT on the bus. On the bus, yeah. Who knows, on, on the bang bus. <laughs> who, who knows what happens. Do the in, wheels go round and round on that one? <laughs> who knows what happens in Jim's company. But, um, yeah, apparently they had a meeting on the bus and, and nothing was resolved. Um, so he was refused the right to negotiate. Then they seemed to do a backflip and tell him he could go and test the market. Test the market, yeah, throw it back at him. And so he went and tested the market, but – because what happens because he was a um, an early round pick. So if you're a first round draft pick, and this is why the draft is so interesting, if you're picked in the first round, your team has a fifth year option on you. So you have a four year contract, and the team can then elect to hold you for another year. So that's five years of your your career that you'll spend with your your drafted team, unless you're traded or, say, yeah. or cut or waived. They or bump you early, yeah. Yep. Um, so, so that's your first five years locked up. And then they have the franchise tag, which is an option that the team can place on you. You don't have to accept it, but if you don't, you're, you're holding out. Um, and so they can tag you technically at the end of your five years and you can be tagged twice. So there's seven years that you can be locked up for if you're a first round. <laughs> first draft round. Pick, right now, JT was in the second round, I think. So he's, um, He's four years total with his with his option. Yeah. And if he doesn't play this season, my understanding is that this season doesn't count as part of the four years. So wow. next year he'll Delayed. be in the same position. Yeah, just get on the field, son. So he really has no bargaining power. It's, it's a really interesting one. And when he was given permission to talk trade, the Colts said, we want a first-round pick or equivalent back. Yep. Now, the, the sticking point, he wants to be paid – big bucks. So he had to go out and find a team that would pay him what he wanted when, you know, owners aren't paying running backs what they want. We've just had the Zoom call and all of the the hoo-ha. But also you have to get a team that's willing to, in addition, pay you and fit you under their salary cap, (laughs) hand the Colts, you know, big draft capital. Yeah, Yeah, they've got to get something out of it. Well, as it turns out, nobody was willing to give the Colts what they wanted. So the Colts have said, you're not being traded. The the deadline's passed for now. Yep, stiff shit, get on the field. Another trade deadline later in the year, so we'll we'll see what happens. But but pre-season, he won't be traded, and he's been put on the physically unable to perform list, which means he can't play in the first four weeks. Wow. So, and we've had... And what team's going to pick him up if he's not on there? We've had reports of a back injury, which he then came out on the social media platform formerly known as Twitter and said, there's no 
back injury. This is bullshit. Uh, and, and that's turned into ankle rehab. Oh, so really? Who knows? Who knows what's going on? It's super interesting to watch. It's pretty disappointing. Yeah, well, it is because your first week you got the Jaguars. Yep. Uh, you could do with him out there. Oh, so, um, yeah, if it's not a quarterback, it's these uh, stiffs trying to get more money, eh? That's it. Yes. All right, now that's the preseason sort of stuff out of the way and a couple of the drafts, but um, let's get into the divisions. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some movement in these ones this time. Yeah, there's 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 going to be some teams that have some ups and downs because there's been a, a fair few O-lines that have improved or degraded, yep. um, and that seems to be pretty important. There's defences that have gotten a whole lot better in some divisions, uh, brand-new quarterbacks. So well, we're going to start systems. with that, AFC and the Jets. Rogers Changes, yeah, yeah, that's going to be super interesting, yes. isn't it? Well, the Jets have loaded up. Um, mm. They've recruited around Rogers. Um, they've spent some salary cap bringing Dalvin Cook in because they've That's got, a good boy. You know, well, Brees Hall um, is still recovering from ACL last year. Yep. Um, and so I guess they don't know how, how good he's going to come back. Yep. Um, and so Dalvin Cook might be an early season, you know, 1A to his 1B while he while he gets going because sure. traditionally after a leg injury. Take a while to get back. Yeah, running backs are, are a bit slow to get back to their top flight. Yeah, I don't mind Dalvin as a player. I think he's pretty good. Oh, he's bloody good. Yeah. yeah. He's still productive. So yeah. he's, he's probably at that age cliff where – we're expecting his production will drop off significantly, and he hasn't been what he what he always was. But he's, um, you know, he's he's still performing at a reasonably high level. So yeah. having a one-two punch like that, um, and then one of the best quarterbacks of all time on your roster, yeah, uh, plenty to throw to. They've still got Garrett Wilson, who um, was a real standout um, from last year's last draft. Year, yeah. Uh, so yeah, plenty of weapons. So the Jets, I think the Jets are primed, and they've got obviously um, Source Gardner. They've got one of the best defensive backs in the league, if not the best. Um, so they're primed for contending. Anyone seen the old quarterback since? <laughs> so they put him out the pasture. He's Zach, gone. Oh, poor old Zach Wilson. Wilson gone. He played a bit in the preseason. wasn't terrible, but um, so the he Jets. Might, he might be one of the better uh, the better backup QBs. Okay, mm. it might be a bit of like Jimmy G. Mm. Yeah. All right, let's go into the Patriots. My team, as you said, um, yeah, Ezekiel Elliott going there. Yeah, I don't mind that, but um, well, Zach Jones has got to do something this year. So Mac Jones, um, McCorkle, his name is. Mm. I, I didn't know he's. Real name was McCorkle, but I love calling him that. Um, Good old mac and cheese. McCorkle's going to start the year as the only quarterback on the depth chart, it looks like, because <laughs> they cut Malik Cunningham, who really stood out in the preseason, I thought. Mm. Um, there was even talk that he might take Mac's job during the year. Yeah. Um, so Mac spiked his drink or something? And or? Bailey Zappi, who was a, a really admirable fill-in last season and, and the year before, I'm pretty sure, when, um, when Mac Jones was injured or when their quarterback was injured because Mac was a rookie last year. But, um, yeah, Bailey Zappi also waved and um, and gone from the roster. So whether they pick what him back up. What are they doing? I don't know. It's really, really weird. But uh, surely they're not going to go into the season with one quarterback. One quarterback, on yeah. Unless they're fully in tank mode and, you know, gearing up for a, a quarterback, you know, early in the draft next well, you year. you don't go after Elliott if you're going to tank, well, surely. I don't know. There's... You've still got to spend your salary cap and there's yeah, true. there's tanking and there's tanking. I mean, if you're going to protect your quarterback, you just run the ball into the dirt, <laughs> give it to Ramondre and, and Zeke and just let them run, run, run all Yeah, all true, year. yeah. 
I don't know. It's it's hard to see that they're going to make any sort of inroads. I mean, the top wideout's pretty washed. Juju Smith-Schuster, not a whole lot behind him. Um, Hunter Henry going in as their main tight end, and they bought um, uh, from the, the Dolphins. Um, I can't think of his name. Mike Gasicki is the, the backup tight end, but they, they like to run two tight end sets oh, there. Yeah. So um, We'll go on to that, the Dolphins. <laughs> Pretty yeah. good uh, year last year. Good year, but um, can they probably, go better? Probably frustrating and up and down year with the quarterbacks. Yes. So, Tua Tungavailoa, um, their their season really hinges on his health, I guess. Yeah. Um, you, it's a bit scary watching him play because he had so many head knocks and yeah, the concussions, got concussions, him. and you know CTE is a big part of um, the NFL. Oh yeah, and massive lawsuits over there. Yeah, and we had. I'm pretty sure it was three preseason games that were just called off, like happened with Damar Hamlin uh, when the Bills um, called a game off last year. He had a heart attack, yeah, and his heart stopped in a game. But that that was a whole lot more serious than any of these injuries, thankfully. That was um, a big hit too. <laughs> but yeah, three games um, called off because someone had to be carted off the field. It sort of sort of set a weird precedent. I hope we don't see it all year with NFL games being called off called partway off, through. Yeah. Because it is a brutal sport. I mean, oh, bl- yeah. blokes are going to get hurt. Um, Everyone goes they're wearing pads, but I'll tell you what, they run at each other full tilt. Well, and those helmets, when they connect with your legs, they, they don't do. tickle. <laughs> and so what, what they've, they've been doing um, all through training camp and pre-season, um, they seem to have, like NRL players, wear the soft headgear, yep. but they've got a bigger version of that that fits over the outside of the helmet. So they're wearing their normal helmet with the headgear on the outside of the helmet and yep. it's dramatically cutting down on the brain injuries. Impact, yeah. So so they're reporting. I okay. What is space? Who knows if that's true. But back to Tua Tungavailoa, mm. the Dolphins' season really hinges on his health. I mean, they're stacked at wide out. They've probably got one of the top three, you know, one and two punches at wide out. Um, they've got a, a pretty full running back room. Um, there's a lot of talk that that's where Taylor might go if he is traded, uh, either Miami or Philadelphia, um, because they don't have a standout lead back. They've still got Raheem Mostert and they've got um, Jeffrey Wilson and a couple other guys, that Miles Gaskin, I think. So it's like a deep but not great running back room. So, you know, the the weapons are there. Um, It it all just hinges on tour, really. So if he stays healthy all year and, and plays like he did last season, they'll be... Oh, in that division, they'll be contenders for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the obvious one is the Bills. Um, you know, we talked about Josh Allen earlier. Yep. You know, he's just primed for another gun year, I reckon. He's probably learned a bit from last year. It was a bit disappointing how their season finished. Yep. Uh, pretty much went out in straight sets. But um, he's one of the talented quarterbacks in the comp. Oh, for sure. And, um, and you know, he's, he's big and strong and they've, they've got good receivers as well. But um, Stefan Diggs has reportedly requested a trade. Oh, really? Yeah, not happy. Um, doesn't like things there. So I don't know if there's, you know, bad blood with, with Alan or uh, if there's just, you know, some locker room That's odd un- because those two, were, those two went all right last year. They're, they're a good combo. Yeah. Um, certainly, you know, Diggs is still playing at a high level. Um, and, and most players that want out want out because they want to go to a team that's in contention. Well, Bills are. <laughs> exactly. So it's a little bit of a head-scratcher. Yeah. Maybe maybe Stefan knows plenty that we don't. We don't, no. So uh, I'm, a right. if, I'm a bit iffy on the Bills. Who slept with his girlfriend? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I think, um, yeah, there could be 
there could be something brewing there. So if if anything go, goes wrong and the wheels fall off, I can see the Bills crashing out of contention. You okay. Know. Oh, if you lose Diggs, that's a big loss. So you, you got the the Jets and the Finns are both primed to to be in contention. I'm pretty sure the Pats are going to finish last in this division. Yes, go the Pats. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. They'll rebuild. Bill knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's been there for a while. So um, Buffalo, I'm I'm gonna watch this space. No, my hot take is that they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. Wow, you're doing a viper, a bit of a kiss of death on them early. Oh, no, I like them. I don't want to see that happen, but I just you think I, it will. I reckon that's what what's going to happen. There's a bit of unsettled yeah. uh, locker room stuff going on, and all right, it's only going to take uh, one or two, one or two f- people to fall off the perch, particularly Diggs. Oh yes, I think they're sure. stuffed. All right, well, let's go over to the AFC North. Uh, now, I like this one as well because, um, as you know, the Bengals went bloody close two years back and they had another good finish to the year last year. Mm. Uh, the Ravens showed a lot of promise until their main man went down. Um, but their preseason form has been really good. Mm. So I don't mind it. I mean, the Browns, I, I expect big things from them this year as well. Yep. Um, Steelers, maybe not. But it's a pretty red-hot uh, division, that one. Yeah, look, I... I think the two that you mentioned first are going to be the one and two in this yep. division. It'll be the Ravens and the, the Bengals. Just got to keep Lamar fit. Look, I think um, if Lamar stays healthy and all the talk is that he wants to pass the ball 600 times this season. Bullshit, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't see it happening, but... His nickname's a running man. But the <laughs> the whole the whole narrative, I mean, they, they say all sorts of things and coaching staff say all sorts of bullshit that, that doesn't eventuate or... Try to throw know, off the opponent. Or the next week, you know, you've got the full support of the board. And yeah, then, he's gone. And then you're out. <laughs> um, so you tend not to pay too much attention to coach speak and that sort of stuff, but... The, all the narrative points to they want to pass the ball more. Um, they got Zay Flowers in the draft, who's a, a really fast and probably one of the, the three best receivers this draft. Um, they've got plenty of weapons for him to, to throw to. Mark Andrews, we we'll call him Mandrews. What a man. <laughs> uh, at tight end, he's, he's obviously going to take the bulk there. But um, Bateman, um, Flowers, they've got plenty of weapons for him to throw to. Um, good running backs, they're, they're pretty strong across the board. Um, Defence is awesome. So Ravens, I think, are, are going to be really tough to beat, particularly at home. Uh, and so they're, they're going to be contending all year unless something yeah. terrible happens. And I'm not going to – I'm not about predicting injuries. So well, um, We all know it. If Lamar goes down again, they're gone. Well, that's it. But I, I – Pretty happy to, to say the Ravens are going to be top two in this division. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Lock, lock it in now. Well, there'll be certainly uh, one cafe owner hoping he's not up in the attic for much with the Bengals. So Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. And they still look good. Like, Burrows are still pretty good. Burrow, Burrow still has um, the same still three. Chase there. Same three weapons. He's yep. got Jamar Chase, arguably the best receiver in the game. Oh, he had a great year last he's year. He's got T Higgins, who could be a, a number one receiver on any other team. Yep. Um, so he's just as good. Yep. Um, and then you've got... Uh, Tyler Boyd and uh, forgotten the young fella, but they've got a, a couple of young young bloods in the draft and um, not much at tight end, but they don't need it when they've got the three wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, we've got good going. catches there, yeah. <laughs> Joe Mixon's still on the field for now, but he, mm. he's got some off-field dramas, so yep. watch that watch space. That, one. Yeah. Um, that could be a bit unsettling for them. But Mixon, Mixon's up and down. He has big games and then quiet games, and it really – he's – a running back that's really susceptible to game script. And so if they're going to be pass heavy, he tends to be phased out of the game a little bit. 
but when they, they get a lead and want to you know, ground and pound, uh, then it's Joe Mixon time. So anyway, they're, they're still much of the same as what they were last year. Um, a few more, um, a few more bodies on the O line. So, I guess the the big assignment for them is to try and keep Burrow from getting bashed because uh, he's the most sacked quarterback for yeah, the last around. few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, very surprised he's not more more injured or not carrying more niggles than he is. He drinks a lot of milk. Maybe, mm. maybe got tough good bones. bones. Let's but, go into your division, mate. Uh, let's go into the AFC South. Um, you guys, besides the Titans, I think you'll be second. The Jaguars, yeah, they were okay last year, but I think they're still missing a few big weapons. So it, it's hard to predict this one. So the Jags the Jags added um, Calvin Ridley, who's coming off that betting suspension. Yes. And I think there's big expectations that he's going to step in and be the number one receiver for Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Now, Lawrence is probably far and away the best quarterback in this division at the moment. He's trying to take the mantelpiece too off Jimmy G as the sexiest man in the game. Uh, we call him Sunshine because he looks like Sunshine out of Remember the Titans. But yeah. <laughs> um, no, look, he, he's he's probably one of the elite quarterbacks or almost elite quarterbacks. He's probably in that second tier um, after you know, Mahomes and Hurts and um, Lamar and Burrow and those guys. Um, but yeah, like I, I really think he's he's just going to keep getting better and better every season, which is a real worry for everyone else in the South. Um, they've still got Christian Kirk, who was his top option last year. He now presumably becomes the number two, yeah. If not the number one with Calvin Ridley, isn't? I mean, what does it matter? You've got yeah. Ridley and Kirk. It's pretty good. Zay Jones, um, still plenty of backup. They got a lot of depth at receiver. Um, so lots of options to throw to. Um, they've just got to keep Trevor on his feet, and he's not had any real big dramas so far. Pretty clean skin. I thought his year last year was pretty ordinary, though. I didn't think it was, the hype was there, but I don't know if he really performed. Well, what I will say is looking at this division now, he's got an ageing quarterback at um, Tennessee and two rookies to beat. So if he if he doesn't... Show and shine now. Yeah, yeah, if he can't show out and take the AFC South um, off these guys. And the AFC South crosses with the NFC South, which is also a really weak division. So all these teams get to play each other and the NFC South. Hmm. So there's a fair chance that um, they're all going to finish with winning seasons. Okay. But, I mean, as they play each other, they, they need to – someone's got to lose. Yeah, well, that's it. So you would have to think for, – for mine, the Jags are the favourites to take the AFC South. Wow. Okay. The, the Titans haven't gotten much better anywhere. They've um, still got Derek Henry. They've still got Tannehill. Yeah, and they um, and they got um, – Smacked nearly every game last week, <laughs> last year. They've still got Derek Henry. Um, Burks is injured at the moment. Traylon Burks, their boom rookie from last year. Oh. And they've just brought um, DeAndre Hopkins in. So he – presumably becomes their their first look at wide receiver. Yep. Uh, and then you've got Traylon Burks when he's back and, and healthy. So um, there's a little bit of a little bit of buzz around the Titans, but they're predominantly just going to be a ground and pound team. Um, they're gonna run Derrick Henry into the dirt. Oh, they always do. Got he's a, a beast. He is a beast, but he, he's starting to to get some injuries come up. Yeah. Um, oh, you would if you kept doing what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to go down um, as one of the all-timers. But oh, for sure. 
but um, they're a little bit predictable in that sense. So I guess DeAndre Hopkins might just take some defense's eyes off off Henry, give him a chance to to do something. Uh, but I, I just think they're they're going to be more of the same. They're going to be a predominantly rushing uh, NFL team and. Teams are going to shut that down. Now, before we get on to the AFC West, uh, champions out there, we are doing a footy tipping competition for the NFL again through iTip Footy. Uh, so get on that. .com.au. .com.au, yeah, it's amongst our social. So have a look, get on, tell all your friends to jump on too. Uh, if it's in like the NRL one that we just had as well, we had up over 100 people joining that one. So it's a pretty good competition, a lot of fun too. So um, look out for that one, jump on and please share it around. So let's get into the AFC West. This one, I love it. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers and Broncos. Um, Broncos want to have a better season than what they had last year. I don't know if they stick with Wilson long term or whatever's going to go there, but um, they need to start doing something this year. He's there, he's contracted for another couple of years at least. Yeah, I know. So he's got to pull his finger out. Look, I, I think the the change in coaching staff is really going to help him. Yep. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, he's been talked about as you know the worst worst coach in the the league, <laughs> and then um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, did an interview and someone asked him about that and he said, um, get my coach's name out your mouth. <laughs> he's, got a, Smith. he's got an affinity for uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Um, but look, the Broncos, um, Jerry Judy, still going good. Cortland Sutton as the number two. They I got, like his mum. They've got plenty of uh, Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. Oh, she goes red off. I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> Judith Shineland. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's still got plenty of weapons there. Um, Greg Dulcich at um, at tight end, uh, running back room, pretty pretty stacked there. They'd be they'd be all right for a while. They got Javante coming back from injury. Uh, Samaj P Ryan, who backed up Mixon in uh, Cincinnati last year, yep. has come across and um, and probably like Dalvin Cook for Brees Hall in in New York. Samaj will probably take that early workload just while they work Javante back to. To full fitness, yeah, full help. Um, but if if Russell can turn his form around, um, the Broncos will be there or thereabouts. They're going to push some teams. Yeah, the Chiefs. Mm, let's go on to the the Chiefs. You can't really champion. You can never discount Mahomes no. um, and Kelsey. Oh, what, what a bloody lineup those two. Mahomes and Kelsey. They can do it all. Um, Reminds they, me of Brady and Gronk. They're better. Hey, 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 hey come on, man. They, they are. They're better. Outside now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kelsey's a better uh, tight end than Gronk um, in terms of at least pass catching. Yep. And and certainly in terms of stamina. Like, Kelsey's an Iron Man. Gronk was injured 30% of the time yeah. his whole career uh, and then retired early. He's just wanted to be an actor. I heard he's bored and he's looking to come back, but oh, yeah. I, I can't, can't see a second comeback. Um, always going to come back if bloody Tom's not playing. Oh, he'd only come back for Tom, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it'll it'll be the Mahomes and Kelsey show again, and then they've got a bevy of, you know, middling wide receivers. Um, Sky Moore, um, Kadarius Toney. Uh, there's, there's about five names I could throw out there, but they're all going to at some stage have a game here or there, but there's not really going to be anybody that will be predictably great every week except for Kelsey. So it'll just be Mahomes and Kelsey – their O-line is, is starting to deteriorate a little bit. They've got three really good um, middlemen and then around the edges, um, that, that's where you can attack Mahomes. But he's so good at wriggling out of the, the pocket and, and getting the ball away quickly. 
So provided Mahomes can stay fit and, and keep doing what he's been doing, of course they're going to be contenders. And then you've got the Raiders who are in full rebuild. The Chargers, they've killed me twice the last two pre-seasons. The quarterback's been shit. Herb's, Herb's been good, but... Oh, I don't rate him. He's, look... Since he's done that bloody TV ad, Mr. Voiceover guy, mm-hmm. he's been shit. Okay, he's... I suppose he hasn't performed to expectations. Exactly, is, that's is what, what I reckon. What you could say. But he's he's a bit more of a traditional pocket-passing style quarterback. Um, the Chargers have got good weapons, and they uh, they took uh, Quentin Johnson in the, the draft. I've heard good and bad about Quentin Johnston, but obviously the Chargers know what they see. Um, still got Austin Eckler, who's arguably at the peak of his powers and um, is one of the best running backs in the game. There you go, the Rob. Um, good defense, weapons everywhere on D. So the Chargers, they keep disappointing me, and I want to say again that they're going to be good, but it's really hard in a stacked division like this. Uh, um, the Broncos are going to suffocate you out of out of every game. They're, they're really good at controlling. Um, with their defense, Good D, yeah, yep, and so the Broncos are going to be like that again, and really hard to beat at mile high. Um, the Chiefs, I mean, they're just hard to beat every week, and and the Chargers have to play them both twice, so it could go either way. I could, uh, I, I really don't, I really don't want to put the kiss of death on them, but I like the Broncos and the Chiefs in this division. Oh, I can hear Beck now. Fuck you, Derek Carr. <laughs> we are her Raiders, so she's having for a better year, that's for sure. Well, she's got a uh, handsome Jimmy at mm. the helm. And then Aidan O'Connell, who the Raiders took in the draft as a quarterback, he's probably going to back Jimmy up um, to start the season, but looked really good in the preseason. Yeah. Okay. And he looks like Derek Carr. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks exactly like him. What's going on there? Especially Jeez. with his helmet on. I don't know. They've, they've got a type <laughs> or something. Must do. And then they've got the goat is a part owner in uh, Las Vegas now. I heard that. Yeah, he uh, he's he was, turned up and yeah, he's at, at games in the preseason, yeah. talking to the players and walking out of the sheds with them. So, um, I mean, how could you discount a team that has you know Brady whispering in your ear? Yeah, maybe so, Gronk goes there. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, all right, NFC East. Let's get into it. Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Commanders. Another stacked division. This is a horror division. You would hate to be in this division. Um, the Cowboys, I mean, them Cowboys, it's their year every year, isn't it? Yep. Until yep. people start talking about them and then the wheels fall off. Well, they got, they got to fit Dak Prescott, um, which always helps their cause. Yep. For now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Greer, who... Um, uh, backs him up, played during the preseason and played really well. Yep. And I saw um, Dak was calling the plays on one of his drives. He had the, the headset on and he looked really good in the coaching style. He looked like he was enjoying it. It probably is. And he, uh, Life he, after footy. He called a touchdown drive. So um, Nice. Yeah, I, I think with, with a healthy Dak, they've got CeeDee Lamb heading up the wide receiving core, uh, Michael Gallup coming back into health, um, Dalton Schultz departed in the off-season. He was the, sort of their tight end that we all know Dak likes to lean on his tight ends. Um, Jake Ferguson will now be the, the number one option, and um, they drafted Luke Schoonermaker. Um, sounds like a, a bloke that enjoys a beer. A beer or two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but he hasn't really shown out, so it'll be interesting to see if he's one of those tight ends that takes a while to progress. So it looks like they're going to be um, Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot will be the 
the the top options at tight end uh, to start the year off. So be interesting to see how they go. And then Tony Pollard finally gets his shot at running the running back room. So he's the RB1. He's going to be possibly the overall RB1 this season. Okay. With Zeke out of the way, um, he showed out last year. He outperformed Zeke in every metric, every category. Um, he can he can do the short yardage work. He can do the between the lines work. He's he's a bit of everything. So Tony Pollard, if he stays fit, I think he he'll be in the top three running backs this season. I don't think we need to talk about the Philly Eagles. I think they'll be there again. Yeah. Uh, you always got to lose one to win one, and I think last year was them losing one. I think they'll be right up there again to push for that. They are stacked across the park. They are set to go again. They're yep. in their window. Um, Jalen Hurts is just. Red up. He's phenomenal. Um, they are the top contenders in this division. They're going to take out the division. Make oh, no easily. Mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. Um, but the hotly contested spot, that uh, I think I think a wild card will come out of this division. Okay. But because it's such a tough one, like Washington are no pushovers. No, they go all right. Um, they've got a, a younger quarterback, Sam Howell, taking over this season. So, so where'd Heineke go? Heineke's backing up in uh, Atlanta. Wow. So he he'll still be can't get a first gig. Des, Desmond Ritter, he'll be behind Desmond Ritter, um, but we'll talk about them in a minute. So the Commanders are no pushover. Giants, you've got the Giants, the G-Men uh, with Brian Dable in charge. They had a good year last year. They were awesome last year. Yeah, and I mean they haven't done anything to really stack uh, their offense. Barkley's still a bit of a question mark, but I'm I'm sure he's going to play. He's been named to go there. Yeah, they've, um, they've paid Daniel Jones, so he's happy and settled. And yeah. if he can have a season as good as he was last year, or better, um, the G Men are going to be really hard to beat. And so I, I just think he must. He he seems to be a very good coach, and. I've said this on social media and I get bashed for it. But do you remember Brian Flores yes. and the, the turmoil last year? Uh, he was, he, I think it was Bill Belichick that actually con- congratulated him and said it was the you wrong. got a job. Yeah. yeah, it was the wrong B, sorry. Yeah. Um, so Dayball got, ended up getting the job. Yeah. And, um, and I think with the, the effort that he put in last year and what he was able to achieve with the Giants – at some point, we've got to scratch our heads and say, all right, the Giants made the right choice. Yeah. I'm not saying Flores wouldn't have done the same thing. Hmm. Uh, but this guy did all right. <laughs> but, but it certainly wasn't a flawed decision. So um, if he's as good as, as he was last year and he gets the Giants pumping and gets the most out of his players like he did last season, there are also going to be no pushovers. Yep. So I think fair to say that um, the Eagles are going to win the division and then one of the Giants or the Cowboys may get a wild card. Mm. Um, I think it would be hard to see two wild cards come out of this division just because Washington aren't a pushover. Yep. Um, if Washington jags a game in division here or there, that makes it really hard for, for two wild cards to come out of there. True. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and the scheduling will have a lot to do with it. The Eagles are going to have a tougher schedule than, than anybody else in this division, yep. uh, having finished where they finished. So... Um, but but you'd have to think that they're gonna they're gonna kill everybody again. They're they're just so stacked. So yeah. Now champions. Before we get onto the um, NFC North, which is the stink fest division of the whole bloody comp, uh, Viper can't be here today because he's taken on um, Australia's best in the lawn bowls. <laughs> so um, hats off to you, Viper. But this is your division: um, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. So seriously, can we just put that? Uh, Yep. Straight into it. 
All right. So Justin Fields um, will be powering that Bears offense. Again. Again. Uh, they got DJ Moore, who they brought over from Carolina, mm-hmm. who's, for me, he's a, a much hyped wide receiver who's never done anything with it. Yeah. Um, he's had some good quarterbacks come and go. They're not nothing astounding over in Carolina. Uh, and unfortunately for him, he's not got anything astounding again yeah. this season. Superman was ordinary. Look, Fields is um, Fields is progressing, but he's not much of a passer. Yeah. He does a lot of his work on his own. Um, and I just don't see DJ Moore getting... Do you reckon he barbecues alone? Probably. Yeah. He looks like that type. Who wouldn't? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cole Komet at, at tight end. Um, I mean, they're interesting. They're, they're a bit hard to predict because because they're up and coming. They've got some new weapons. Their quarterback's progressing. So they could make that next leap, yep. but I don't like them to. I don't uh, think they will. I can hear Canadian Jimmy right now going, this is my year for the Lions. I hate uh, to see it. He And look, he might be right. Yeah. Jared Goff was really fucking good last year. He was. Year. Yeah, it was a good pickup. Um, the Sun God, I love the Sun God, Amon Ra St. Brown. What a name. <laughs> Amon Ra, I mean. Uh, I was, He's in the wrong industry. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a clip on, on X and he's just standing there. They've got a, a ball machine and he's probably, I don't know, 20 feet in front of the ball machine mm. and it's just belting balls and he's just catching, catching them, them one hand, yeah. <laughs> one after the other. 200 balls in each hand. Jeez. Like ridiculous. Yeah. He, he just – the, the way they talk about him, he's got that dog in him. He, he well, works they need hard. It. Yeah, he mm. works hard. And um, they've got a, a stud-wide receiver in Jamison Williams, or, or were supposed to, and uh, and he's now on a, a little uh, betting ban as well. What's wrong with these Muppets? I don't know. And he's had a, a punch-up with a teammate. Beautiful. Um, he's just – he doesn't seem like he fits in. No, probably doesn't. So he was touted as the top-wide receiver in last year's draft. Um. And I don't know if he's ever going to do anything with it, but they've they've got someone come over the top, Armon Ra St. Brown. So if Jamison Williams, you know, as good as he was expected to be, ends up being your number two, you're not going too bad. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to go. Uh, they've got a really great O-line. Panay Sewell uh, is just doing amazing things. He's, he's kicking ass. So that's what keeps Jared Goff on his feet, gives him time to throw, makes him look better than he possibly otherwise would. Would, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I like the Lions this year. They're going to win this division. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, the Packers, you know. Yeah, that's another yeah, interesting Jordan, one. Jordan Love, um, it was a nothing nothing in the draft, no. I think, two, three years ago. Uh, so he sat on the pine and watched uh, Rodgers and hopefully learned a thing or two. Well, when he got his opportunity, he didn't really do much. Yeah, I mean, Christian Watson, really good last season. Uh, Romeo Dobbs. So they've got some... Some pass catchers that can do something. They've still got their uh, their one-two punch of um, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones at running back. Um, I mean, it's not all doom and gloom, but I just don't see them with with Jordan Love under center really making a dent. Yeah, and there's no point talking about the Vikings because I can hear Viper right now. Kirk Cousins ain't worth a pinch of shit. Ah, come on, <laughs> no. Kirk Kirk's still got. Uh, the other, the other guy that's in the conversation to be the best wide receiver in the comp in Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Jefferson's great. Um, Jordan Addison. He's got to give him the ball. Jordan Addison in the draft uh, could quite possibly have 
been the the steal of the draft and maybe okay. ends up being the best wide receiver out of this year. Um, so, you know, Kirk's got some weapons still. He's um, got to get on the ball, though. That's his issue. He gets sacked. Dalvin Cook's gone. But like I said before, Dalvin, Dalvin gets hurt a little bit and mm. he's also um, starting to decline. His stats haven't been what they were. They're still good. Uh, but he's not not the leader that he used to be. Okay. So Alex Mattinson gets his um, his his time to shine. Uh, I'd be surprised if they don't add, say, Leonard Fournette or or Kareem Hunt. Somebody. I reckon he might stay at Tampa. Uh, maybe they haven't got him back yet. They've and they? they've got a young running back there that we'll talk about in a minute. But um, for my money, they're going to add a running back. Uh, and if they do, um, they could. Uh, I still think they're in contention. Okay. Yeah, so, Fortnite goes all right. Well, the I, I would say they're the second best team in this division. Okay. The Lions are going to win it. Uh, the Vikes will be maybe in contention for a wild card spot. All right. All right. Watch that space then. Let's get on the NFC South. Um, Falcons, Panthers, Saints and Tampa. Yeah, it's another one. What's going this, on over in this bloody inside? This this one, this one in the AFC South, uh, it's one-two for the worst divisions in football. Mm. The Falcons, um, Bijan Robinson – Great running back. He's going to do big things. They've still got Kyle Pitts, who was, you know, one of the arguably one of the best uh, rookie tight ends ever. Had a bit of a stinker since then yeah. after his rookie campaign, but um, there's no reason for mine that he can't be good again. Um, they're going to have Desmond Ritter, who who's a little bit more athletic, sneaky rushing ability. Um, yeah, look at. Drake London, pretty capable wide receiver. They've they've got the weapons. Mm. They're they're in full rebuild. Make no mistake. Um, they they could possibly be the best team in this division, uh, but that's not saying much. Well, uh, the Saints don't know how to score points. Who, whoever wins in this division is not going past week one in the the playoffs. I'll tell you that. Okay. Wow. The Panthers. They've got a rookie quarterback mm. under center. Um, we're yet to see. How good he could be. Um, he's he's quite small. He's about my size. Yeah, right. Oh, he's probably a bit bigger than me, but he's he's about my height. Uh, and traditionally, how's he enough for over the big boppers running at him? Exactly. <laughs> traditionally, those shorter guys uh, haven't fared as good um, at quarterback and haven't been as durable. Yeah. Um, his old man was his agent during the draft, and they really sold him well. Yeah, must have. Well, um, Carolina moved up to take him, so um, it'll be interesting if if he can progress really quickly. Um, I guess Carolina's got a really good D um, that that will keep them in games, but whether he's got enough to to sort of keep up with other teams, there's not a lot to keep up with in in this division. Mm. Um, but there's still some decent def- defenses and things. So I don't know. I think the young fella's going to struggle, uh, and I think Carolina will struggle. Okay, um, Saints. Saints. We we've got Alvin Kamara finally has got his suspension news. It's yep. only three games, yep. um, so not so bad. He'll be he'll be back after the first three weeks. Um, that's probably a good thing for them, really, because uh, he'll come back with fresh legs. Um, they've got a, a young uh, young running back that they took in the draft, Kendra Miller. Struggled a bit in the preseason, so I don't know if he leads that backfield or if they go with another veteran. Um, but yeah, not not a lot to talk about there. They got Derek Carr has come across. He'll be he'll be pretty good. I know you don't like him. Uh, but he, he can get a deep ball out there. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, so plenty in. Well, maybe in that's what Terry Carr needed was a, a change of scenery. Yeah. 
We was crying in Las Vegas, so <laughs> hopefully they, you know. They I'm not going anywhere. Hopefully they don't make him cry in New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. We're the judges of that car, so yeah. But, um, yeah, look, Chris Olave is a, a freak. He's, he's an amazing wide receiver. Michael Thomas we know was a freak, but he's mm. never been the same since, nah. since constantly getting turf toes and, you know, foot injuries and things of that nature. Um, and they're really hard for big wide receivers like him. He's a, an outside clasher and a, a slant route runner. Um, really hard to, to get right and come back from. So um, I, think, I think the Saints are going to struggle on offense. Um, Kamara's in full decline, but yeah, like I said, the three week rest, um, and then coming in fresh in week four, but, but by then they could be on three, uh, and it could take a while for Derek Carter gel. Like who, who knows? I think their season could be anything and it's most likely going to be nothing. Yeah. Right. Mm. All right. Well, let's just go straight into the NFC West. Now, I love this division. Um, Cardinals were very disappointing last year. Absolute stank. Um, they were, yeah. Let's just hope. Well, let's hope the quarterback turns up. Kyler, Kyler's still but Murray, fair dinkum. He's still coming back from an ACL. Yeah. He's still weeks away. He's on the pup as well, like uh, like Jonathan Taylor. So he won't be around in the first four weeks. Yeah. Um, Might be a good thing. Well, you could imagine, uh, looking at this division, you could imagine the Cardinals being 0-4. And, um, and why would you bring him back at that point and risk him, you know, coming back early from an ACL? Yeah. ACL is sort of the sort of thing that you want to ease into. Um, but they've got a rookie quarterback they took in the draft, Clayton Tune. Um, took him late in the draft and they've they've moved on from some of their veterans on the roster. So it looks like Tune will probably be the starter. So uh, I dare say that they're going to be 0-4 and then Kyler might just be sat the rest of the year and getting back to full health so that they they come back firing in 2024-25. In yeah, and then the Rams obviously bought the uh, Super Bowl two year ago, but yuck, um, yuck, haven't yuck. done much since. They uh, were awful last year. Lots of talent disappearing off yes. the roster. They're they're in full rebuild mode as well. Um, Stafford had um, elbow and arm issues, I think, last year. Yeah, uh, in his still celebrating so for winning the Super Bowl too hard. Yeah, maybe he was lifting that trophy. It was yeah. a pretty, pretty heavy trophy. <laughs> um, they've still got some some really good pieces. Cam Akers at running back. Um, really powered through at the end of last season looked good. Um, so if he continues in that sort of form, eh, you know, some some weapons. They've still got Cooper Cup at wide receiver. Um, he's he's getting to that age where you wonder how long he can keep being as good as he is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, never write off a champion. So they're, they're going to trouble some teams, but I don't think they're going to trouble this division. Oh, nah. I think they'll be second last. Yeah, so now we're getting be, uh, two powerhouses, the 49ers and the Seahawks. The Niners and the Hawks. They're, yeah. they're the ones that are 1-2. They're, they're going to, with, with these other two teams in this division being so shit, um, there's going to be a wild card in this division. Yep. Um, this was the division last year that we talked about having two wild two, cards. Two, yeah. Uh, but the other two teams have deteriorated so hard and have have injury troubles and things. So I can see the, the Niners and the Hawks just running through both of those teams. There's four, four wins automatically. Um, and so, you know, like I think, uh, I, I think there's, there's a wild card for whichever one doesn't take out the division. The Niners are stacked. They're running with Brock Purdy at um, quarterback. They've traded Trey Lance to um, the Cowboys so that was just a, an absolute shit show. But it's so funny because the Niners are probably the only team that could 
waste three first round picks moving up to take a quarterback and then trade him away for a, a third or a fourth round pick <laughs> and still look amazing. Still good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, I, I saw oh, I saw a metric and it was um, discussing what those picks ended up turning into and it was um, Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb uh, and someone else that's doing amazing things. Um, Might have even been Waddle. Um, arguably, but any, anyway, those those picks were all turned into studs. So they've they've got one dud in return for three studs, but they're, but they're still absolutely <laughs> stacked. They have got Christian McCaffrey, um, who's at full health. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Um, they're what make Brock Purdy Mister Irrelevant. The last pick of the the draft last year. Yep. Um, it looked really good and powered, did, yeah. powered them through the playoffs. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and so I, I think we all thought that Trey Lance was probably going to be given his shot. Yeah. And, and he wasn't. He was instead shopped away to the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. He's going to go and back up Dak and, um, and, and they're going to run with Brock Purdy and then they've got uh, Sam, Sam Darnold, um, former third overall pick in the draft, same as Trey Lance. Mm. So that's funny. Two third overall, overall picks, picks fighting to be the backup to the Mr. Irrelevant. Jesus. <laughs> How about that? But, mate, they're absolutely stacked. Their defense is, is awesome as well. So I think the Niners win the division. Yep. Um, oh, I think you're right there. I think they go close too. I, I think. But it's like the Seahawks are not far behind. Jackson Smith and Jigba, as I said, you know, touted as the best wide receiver in the draft. Geno Smith had an amazing return to – to form last year like he he's just struggled and struggled for 10 years it took him to get a foothold in the league yep. and then he did he just kicked ass he was a top top 10 quarterback all year yep. um so now he's got dk metcalf tyler lockett and jackson smith, smith and jigba so the best wide receiver in the draft being your third option at receiver thank you yeah i'll have that you'll take that yeah um still got plenty of capability at tight end and um and they do like to mix that up a little bit um, Kenneth Walker is leading the running back room. They drafted Zach Charbonnet, who was the second running, ba- uh, sorry, third running back off the board. I think it went Bijan uh, number one, then Jameer Gibbs, and uh, and then Zach Charbonnet, third running back off the board. So um, interesting to see because Walker was really good last year, and he could he's a do everything kind of back. Yep. Um, Charbonnet is really good um, as a pass catching back. Geez, I love their exotic names over there, don't they? Yeah, Gino and. <laughs> Chabonet. Sounds like he should come in a cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> a little spout. Old ladies could drink him. I bet they were already fucking thinking about it too. <laughs> probably do. Uh, but look, you know, Seahawks look great across the board. So um, good draft. They're going to do. They're, they're going to do big things this year. So really hard to pick. But obviously, the 49ers, You'd have to consider the favourites in that division. All right, champions. Well, there's our wrap up for the um, the division. So reach out to us and let us know what you like. Who do you think is going to be the upset team of the year? That's got absolutely going to shake things up. Uh, who's your stinker? And who do you reckon is going to win it? Because um, hey, this baby kicks off. Uh, the 8th and 9th um, so I can't wait so we're going to do another run up back next week we're going to put our predictions on for uh, week number one as I said follow us on the social medias because we do have the celebrity tippers back again for this year and um, itipfooty.com.au that's the uh, NFL footy tipping comp all you champions to get into champions if you'd like to join us for our NFL tipping comp all you need to do is head to itipfooty.com.au 
join a league and the league number is 108058 and the password with a capital A is armchair23. That's with the digits 2-3. Uh, and you'll be able to compete against all the panel from the, the armchair champions, some special guests. We're going to have some celebrity tipsters this year, some yep. big names coming on board. Sure do. Uh, we've got some of the ladies. We've got some NF- NRL players. We, we've got some big fans of NFL. So be should be a lot of fun. Uh, get Adios. on board and, and help us with the tipping comp. Well, thank you, linesmen. Thank you, ball boys. Thank you, champions. Thank you, captain, for, no for hosting me. No, I'm just glad NFL's back. It's good, me the too. back. Can't wait to run it back. So don't forget, like, subscribe, share, follow us everywhere on socials. And as always, remember to tell your friends, tell your mum, and keep your balls between the lines. Thank Very you, champions. Right.